Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi there, and welcome to Beyond the Bucket. I'm Scott Squires, and I'm very pleased to be joined today by Tim Kendrick, the head coach of the Island Storm. The Island Storm are members of the National Basketball League of Canada, and it's a pleasure to have Coach Kendrick on the podcast today. How you doing, Coach? I'm good. Thanks very much for having me on again, Scott. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year. Uh, wish you all of the best for 2019 and beyond, sir. Thanks, and same to you. So certainly the last couple of games for the Island Storm have been much more what you and the team and the fans have been uh, hoping for and expecting. Uh, A couple of pretty good wins at home. Uh, First off over the Moncton Magic, 108-91. And then uh, over the Halifax Hurricanes with uh, Terry Thomas injected into their lineup, a 118-110 victory. So... After uh, a 10-game losing streak, I know that everybody was anxious to get a W on the board. Uh, what was the biggest difference, Coach, in those last couple of games where you got those wins? Uh, I, I think there was a few things. Uh, we, we changed our defensive system a little bit. Uh, actually, just before our, the Cape Breton game, we, we made some modifications to our defensive system a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I think the injection of – Guillaume Bucard certainly helped us. You know, uh, sometimes when things aren't going well, a little change is a good thing. Uh, bringing a new guy in, especially a guy with that type of ability. Uh, and I think our guys, you, you know, we I felt like we were working pretty good and playing hard. You know, we had some tough things go against us in that stretch. You know, we we had some injury things. We, we you know, uh, we're without a couple of players for a few games and things. So I think we, we just kind of, you know, went through that bad stretch, and we just continued to try to to try to move forward. And sure enough, we finally we finally got a couple, so we're pretty happy about it, that's for sure. Now, something I'm going to talk to you about in a second was a kind of a different strategy in terms of the substitutions that you implemented in that game versus Moncton, and then carried it to Halifax. But let's talk about Guillaume Bucar first, uh, making the trade with the St. John's Edge, sending Brad States a guy that you knew well from the UPEI Panthers days. So I'm sure it wasn't easy. 
to trade uh, Brad away. But what led to that deal, and why did you want to pull the trigger on it, Coach? Well, you know, sure, sure is never easy when you when you've had a player. You know, Brad was a good player for the Storm. This was his third year with the Storm. You know, and it is tough to see someone, and of course, the personal relationship I have with him playing for me at UPEI as well. So, you know, it certainly was difficult. But, uh, you know, we we had been in talks with a couple teams about maybe moving moving somebody and maybe bringing in somebody. And when we when we saw that. Uh, that Guillaume was available, we kind of pushed a little harder and uh, we were able to make a deal and probably oh, a little more than maybe 36 or 48 hours over talks. And, uh, you know, the thing with Guillaume is, he, you know, he, he plays both ends of the court very well. He can score the basketball and he can also defend. And he's a very smart player and he comes from a very much a winning background. So, you know, for us, we, we thought it was a, a real good fit to bring him in and to change things up a little bit. And we sure hope that Brad does very well with the edge as well. So I think it's one of those ones that may work out uh, real good for both teams. Yeah, I could definitely see that and uh, wish Brad states well. He's a great guy. Always uh, have fun chatting with him when he comes uh, into Moncton to play the Magic. And uh, I know the St. John's Edge fans will love him, and uh, I think he'll really enjoy the city. But again, obviously a great pickup uh, for the Island Storm, Guillaume Bucar. Comes to the team, averages just over 15 points a game in a couple of games. Gets named the NBLC Canadian Player of the Week. So not a bad week for the team, not a bad week for Guillaume. Now let's go and talk about something that you implemented a little different in terms of the pattern that you'd been using in terms of what you do substitution-wise during the game. Greg Popovich, the great San Antonio Spurs head coach, is kind of known for his moments where for different reasons he'll sub five in and take five out. Uh, you implemented that against Moncton. It was very effective to start the game. It worked well for you. You carried it over into Halifax. What led to you thinking about doing that? Was it something that came up with the Bukhara trade? Was it something that you noticed in practice? But what led you to try this kind of unique pattern of five in, five out? Well, we we, we had done it once before earlier in the season, but you know, I've done it before in my career a little bit, but it's only when usually you're you're upset with the group that's on the floor, for me anyway, you know, and you wanna you wanna let everybody know that you might be a little upset with that group, including the, that group. <laughs> but for us, we we've been noticing a pattern in practice and things where our second group was playing very well, uh, in practice and playing very well together. So uh you know, when we made the deal with, with Guillaume and, and got Guillaume in, we, we were thinking that, you know, with that added scoring, maybe it's something we could look at. And the thing about, you know, after that losing streak, we were looking at something to, to change our momentum and maybe increase our energy and, and all those kinds of things. So, you know, with Moncton coming in at that time, they were first overall in the league. And, uh, you know, we thought if we're going to try it, now's a great time to try it. So, uh, you know, the players really bought in hard. We told them the, the morning of that that's what we were going to do. And, uh, you know, the players really bought in hard. And, you know, again, it's very difficult to call through a streak like we did. Everybody wants to win. And, uh, you know, I really got to give our players a lot of credit for kind of accepting what we did. But anyway, once we did it and we saw that it worked pretty well, we said, what the heck? Well, we'll try it again. <laughs> we'll try to get our second win in a row against Halifax. There's another, obviously, I think they're three-time defending Atlantic champs. So, you know, we thought we, we tried again, and it worked out pretty well again. So, you know, we're pretty happy with it. I can't tell you exactly how long we're going to do it or, or if we'll even do it again. But for right now, you know, for those two games, it certainly worked well for us. 
Yeah, it did indeed. And and when you're going to try something like that, obviously you don't know how it's going to work till you see it get implemented in real live game action. How long was it into that Moncton game coach before you and your coaching staff were kind of looking at each other on the sideline going, okay, I think we got something or this is going to work. Was, was there a point where it kind of hit you that, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to work. Well, our, our plan was to, to get through the first quarter. Uh, <laughs> our, our plan was to try in the first quarter and see how it looked and, uh, and go from there. But when we got to halftime, you know, we, we always meet with our staff, obviously, before we go in and talk with the players, we, we thought, Hey, this is going along pretty well. Uh, the other thing with us, we had a couple of players, uh, Samson Carter, Russell Bird, you know, whose minutes were getting up pretty, pretty high, you know what I mean? Through the season. So, you know, it's, it's a way to also, uh, you know, kind of limit some guys minutes earlier in the game. So, you know, we thought, what the heck, we'll continue it through the third quarter. And then after that game, we looked and, uh, you know, we're thinking about the next game, same thing. We'll try to get it through the third quarter. The fourth quarter, we kind of stopped doing it. We try to put in, you know, guys that uh, we've seen that have played very well in the first three quarters in that system and then kind of put the guys that we think give us the best chance at that point of, of winning that fourth quarter and ultimately the game. So that, that was kind of the plan after that first first half of that first game. Well, again, uh Certainly for the first couple of games, it's worked out well. You guys got a couple of pretty impressive wins at home, uh, again, over Moncton and over Halifax. Something else that's really neat, Coach, uh, you know, yes, you're coaching a professional basketball team, and that takes up a lot of your time. But I know that youth basketball is very near and dear to your heart. You had a long, illustrious career coaching at the high school level with the Horton High Griffins, Indianapolis Valley, in Nova Scotia. And a really neat announcement coming out recently uh, from the Island Storm. It's the Island Storms Club Basketball. And I think the first one is coming up at Colonel Gray High School. But what can you tell us about that, Coach? And what can you tell us about your involvement? Well, we, you know, like you said, I, I was at Horton High School for 22 years as the head coach. And during that time, we ran our own minor program as well. We called it VIBA, the Valley East Basketball Association. Uh, for me, you know, I, I really enjoy the, the young kids. You know, we started our, our Valley East Association uh, in many, so grade uh, four to six. And, uh, you know, I, I really had a lot of fun. We had some of our assistants would kind of be the actual coach, but I would go to a lot of practice and I would kind of maybe make the practice plans up and everything. And we really focused on on skill development, uh, individual player skill development, and, and trying to teach uh, young people how to, how to play within the team, try to talk, you know, talk about roles and talk about things like that while we, while we really worked at building skill levels. So, you know, it worked out great for us, obviously, you know, uh, a lot of those kids ended up at Horton. <laughs> so it worked out great for us. Uh, you know, and, and when I came to, to PEI with UPEI years ago, you know, I, we tried to kind of get something going that, uh, you know, there was a lot of provincial stuff at that time and things, but, with the storm, our owner Duncan Shaw's is very keen on on trying to uh, promote and help the growth of basketball on the island. So, we've talked about it for a couple of years now, and uh, you know we just thought now's the time we can maybe try to get something started. So, we're hoping to have literally six teams: of thir- two and thirteen and under, two and fifteen, and two and seventeen and under boys and girls. Uh, you know, with my affiliation with the with the camps and things in the U.S., we're going to take one of the one of our events. We're looking at putting each team into four events this summer, and uh, you know we're looking at getting them down to the U.S. at least once. And we're looking at uh, 
you know, some of the tournaments like the the, the Summer Fest, I think it was called, uh, in New Brunswick, and maybe the Blue Nose in Nova Scotia, and of course, one of the ones here on the island. And just uh, really trying to, you know, through practicing, really trying to develop a uh, skill level of, of some of the some of the kids here on the island. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great time. We've got some of our players that are going to be around in the summer that are going to help. Uh, you know, we've got some uh, great coaches, I think, lined up. And I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be very active in it. I'm going to try to get to a lot of the practices and that kind of thing and even get to some of the tournaments and that kind of thing. So, you know, we're, we're, we're looking to really have some fun with it, actually. And we're hoping the kids will have a lot of fun. What a tremendous opportunity for young basketball players uh, on the island of Prince Edward Island to be able to have access to the wealth of knowledge that you've obtained over the years, Coach. And as you said, you know, you're going to be able to have some of your players around. I mean, it's going to be these young basketball players are going to be looking at these pros. And I know I get to see kids all the time when they look at their idols or these professional athletes and their eyes go wide and they're just so kind of taken with it all. What do you hope that will come from all of this in terms of growing the game at the grassroots level on the island? Well, we, we really hope it'll be a great benefit. We, we really hope that, uh, you know, that, that, that the kids will really look forward to it each year. And, you know, hopefully we'll be, we'll be doing this for a few years. And, you know, ultimately, you, you know, if we can help some kids, you know, one of the things that, that, uh, you know, when I was home and started the, the Valley East Basketball Association, and then of course with, with Horton was that one of our goals was always to, to, to take these kids and give them an opportunity if they wanted, if they wanted to work at it, things to, to maybe further career in, in college or university. And, and you know, uh, after Horton, we were lucky enough to have a uh, someone actually, I, I'm not sure of the exact count, Scott, but there's like, uh, I think even a hundred or more kids from that area that went on to play in college and, and university that have gone through our program, even a couple of pro players. So, uh, you know, ultimately for me, that's always the goal, you know, to, to give the, give the kids an opportunity to improve and, and to fall in love with the game really. And uh, maybe go as far as they can with it. If, if some of them get, you know, uh, maybe a chance to play in college or university and some maybe afterwards, and then I think uh, it's been pretty successful. So that's kind of what we're hoping. That's the long-term goal for sure. Well, it's going to be very exciting. And as I remember my dad saying to me when I was a very young, young fella, you know, uh, someone can open a door for you, but it's up to you to kind of put your foot in it and then walk through. And what you do from there is up to you. And and that's exactly what you're doing is you're opening up this door for uh, all of these young people to play basketball. Uh, it's really exciting, Coach. And, and I know that if you follow the Island Storm on social media and as well as yourself, Coach Kendrick, on Twitter, you can get information about it. But what ways can parents or kids or coaches that are interested in getting involved in this program, what's the easiest way for them to get information or to reach out and to find out about it? Uh, it's, it's all over our website now. It's uh, That's the best way, I think, uh, to go on our, our website, you know, Island Storm website and look it up. You can see all the times for the tryouts and all that kind of thing. It's all on there. The other thing, Scott, for us, like if we had a, an abundance of kids at one level, we're going to try to run as many teams as we can. So if we had, uh, like, say, 30 kids show up for the under-17 uh, girls program, we're going to try to run at least two teams. So we're not going to limit it. We're, not, we're going to do our best to, to get every kid that comes an opportunity to play. So, uh, you know, we're looking at cutting players and that kind of thing. If we have a, a number that would 
would support two teams, we're going to try to run the two teams. And that, for me, would be a little bit of extra work. But <laughs> there's a lot worse places you can be than in the gym, I can tell you that. <laughs> If there's one thing I've gotten to know about you over the years, both uh, with the University of Prince Edward Island Panthers and now with the Island Storm, is that you don't mind work, especially when it comes to basketball and teaching youth. So again, uh, once we're finished doing this live, I'll make sure that I take the link and I share it out and I'll tag uh, Basketball PEI and, and any other organizations on social media so that they can listen to this and they get it, the information. But as you are listening to this, again, as Coach said, check out the Island Storm website and all the information is right there. So you're going to be, obviously, opening up the world of basketball to a lot of kids, a lot of youth, and you never know where your fans are going to come from. Some of these kids could be lifelong fans of basketball and the Island Storm, who knows. But another fan, not so much on the youth side, a little bit older, but (laughs) a pretty special moment uh, at a game the other night for uh, affectionately known as the Island Storm superfan, Mauro Carraza, or Stats, as he's known, uh, he's been a big supporter of the team for a number of years. What can you tell us about your relationship with Stats Coach and the ceremony that took place the other night at the East Link Center in Charlottetown? Well, as soon as I took over the storm as the head coach, I mean, Stats introduced himself right away. And, uh, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about him as a fan. I mean, uh, you, you know, he's just a very, very positive guy. Uh, doesn't matter, you know, through the through that losing streak, through tough times or whatever. Stats is just a fan of our of our franchise. He's he's very positive with the players. The players love him. Uh, he, he's always at the bench or around the bench when you know before the game starts, uh, trying to pump up the guys and trying to pump us up. And uh, you know, he's in the crowd. He, he coined the kind of phrase here on the island, our house. You know, and he's got the signs up in his section. I think it's section 19. You know, and he's just a real positive supporter of us, and we really appreciate his efforts. Uh, you know, it's 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 easy to be a fan. I think sometimes when things are going well and everything, but uh, stats is stats is a true fan. He's like, you know, I, I uh, we were talking about it the other day, and for me, I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've been a fan of the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Maple Leafs kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, Right. You know, the Celtics uh, went through some lean years, and all I can remember saying was, you know, uh, I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to, you know what I mean? And then sure enough, you know, we, we got the number 17 there a few years ago. It's like the, the Red Sox, you know what I mean? Like I'm a fan, a big fan of the Red Sox. And same thing. And, and that to me is what, what stats is. He never, you know, he never complains. He never, you know, there's never any negative stuff. He's just wanting us to do as well as we can. And, uh, you know, he just loves being around. He loves the players, loves the whole franchise, I think. We really, really appreciate his support. Yeah, a really cool story uh, that I saw online. Uh, actually, I saw it through your social media. But originally, he's from Trail, British Columbia. Uh, he used to be an off-ice official with the Calgary Flames. That's how he got the nickname Stats. But as you said, he really adopted the Island Storm team. He's recently retired, so he's moved back to the West Coast. He's going to spend some time with his brother and then visiting his mom, who turns 94 soon. Uh, do you know how long Stats is going to be away and how much are you going to miss him, Coach, uh, in the arena? Well, we, we are going to miss him a great deal. He's, he he literally went to one game five years ago and, and left that game and went right down and tried to buy a season ticket. So uh, he's been a season ticket holder of ours for five years. And, you know, the other day he came to me a couple of weeks ago and he told me this. It, it happened, I think, fairly suddenly that he was going to go out, uh, out west again. I think he's uh, – I think his mom – uh, needs a little support and stuff. And I think that's why he's going. Uh, 
to look to help look after his mom. And, uh, you know, when he came to us then, you know, we wanted to do something a little special for him. And one of his uh, dreams, he told me, was that, you know, he'd love to be part of an actual game someday and, and maybe maybe get to sit down by the bench and that kind of stuff. So we kind of took that. And, and you know, again, our, I think our franchise is, is uh, very, uh, very in tune with that kind of stuff, especially with a fan like Stats. And, uh, you know, our owner was great with the idea and our, our people were great with the idea that, you know, we can we can allow Stats to come down and be part of the team that day. And I'll tell you what, he was <laughs> – he was more nervous before the game than any player or any coach, I think. But uh, I really think he enjoyed it, and I think the players enjoyed having him down there. And he was in the huddle at the end of the game, and you know, I, it's just—I I think it's just a real good thing to show him how much we appreciate his support over the years. And I know that he really enjoyed it as well. So it worked out great for all of us. Well, the cool thing is now uh, he's also undefeated as a head coach at one and zero. I I told him now if uh, if we if we go a little off the rail here don't be don't be calling up our owner Duncan Sean saying you can do the job you're you're undefeated at this level. <laughs> well, listen, Coach, it was really neat to see what you and the organization uh, did for Stats the other day, and uh, we certainly wish him all the best. And I know that uh, the the team and and the fans at the East Link Center. We'll love to uh, hopefully welcome him back soon because you know now that he's retired he'll have even more time to make up signs and uh, and to do chants so that's really cool. Uh, last thing as we wrap up, Coach, uh, I know that off the top we talked about the last couple of games, the success that the team has had, uh, the five out five in substitution pattern that's worked for you. But for you as a coach and as a coaching staff, what things are you going to work on now in the short term to try and keep this little bit of momentum going for the Island Storm? I, I think there's always things, Scott, you know, where you can tweak little things and things like that. I mean, one of the things we we try to do a little bit is change maybe some inbounds things and things like that to get ready for the next one. But, you know, right now the, the feeling in our group and the culture in our group is pretty strong. Even through that streak, we, we stayed together pretty good. And I think one of the things for us now is going to make sure that the, you know, like practice tonight is a very positive thing, very upbeat uh, you, you know, making sure we, we have a little fun as well, because I think one of the things, you know, people may, may not really understand. It's like any job. If, if you don't have, if you don't have a little fun sometimes and you can't take yourself a little bit, uh, you, you know, have some fun with the guys and things. I, I don't think that's, that works all the time, you know? So, I mean, one of the things for us is to keep it a little light, uh, continue to work as hard as we can. Maybe, maybe we'll look at some little adjustments in terms of, you know, like we play the St. John, Riptide next, so we've got some things we'll put in tonight for them. Uh, maybe change a little inbounds thing, that kind of thing, uh, to make sure that they're, you know, that that they're uh, ready to come in and hopefully see something different from us, and then go from there. But I think one of the biggest things for us is to make sure that all our guys uh, remain very positive and are really looking forward to getting to the gym. Well, I know that uh, we're going to be looking forward to welcoming the Island Storm back into Moncton next time. And there's one thing for sure in the National Basketball League of Canada, there's a lot of parity, and on any given night, any team can pull out a victory. Last thing uh, as we wrap up here, Coach, you don't know this. You'll see it when you get to look at the link afterwards. But uh, I grabbed from your social media feed uh, a picture of you with your grandson and you're holding him over uh, over the bucket. So I should ask you, how is grandparent life? How's Lolly Poppy doing? <laughs> well, it's wonderful. 
Uh, a little fella, he's 11 months old now. He's coming along very well. He spent Christmas here with us and my daughter, of course. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, you, you know, it's it just, I, I can't say anything other than it's just amazing to have a little guy around and, uh, we talk to him every night. I talk to him every night, usually by, by the FaceTime stuff, which is, which is awfully nice. Cause, uh, now he recognizes, uh, Poppy's voice all the time. So. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Some of my players sure recognize my voice too, I think. So <laughs> hopefully he's a little more fond of it. <laughs> well, by the look on his face in the picture, I think I think he's pretty used to it. Now, when you and I talked last year, just when uh, your grandson was born, for those that are wondering, what the hell is he talking about, Lolly Poppy? You said that you'd come <laughs> with the nickname of, of Lolly for your wife, his grandmother, and Poppy for you so that you'd be Lolly Poppy. Has Lolly Poppy stuck? It certainly has, a hundred percent. Everything, uh, even uh, even Christmas stockings and that kind of stuff. So Lolly and Poppy is here to stay. <laughs> I think there's a whole other like franchise of Lolly Poppy swag that you can start. <laughs> center coach. He already has a little shirt that says Poppy's Boy on it. So uh, <laughs> a storm logo on the front and Poppy's Boy on the back. <laughs> you're, you're raising them the right way already, coach. <laughs> Thanks very much, Scott. <laughs> Listen, this has been a pleasure. Always love having you on the podcast, Coach, and always great when I get to see you in person when you guys come to town in Moncton to take on the Moncton Magic. Good luck the rest of the way, and we'll look forward to having you back on the podcast real soon, and all the best to you and your family in the new year. Thank you very much, Scott. I really appreciate being on. You guys know I think you do just a fantastic job there, and Moncton's real lucky to have you. Well, we appreciate it. And, uh, again, looking forward to seeing you again soon, Coach. All the best. Take care. Bye now. That is Coach Tim Kendrick from the Island Storm. Coach Kendrick, always so accommodating when I ask him to come on the Beyond the Bucket podcast. And uh, great to have him with us here today. Until next time, friends, this has been Beyond the Bucket. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Scott Squires. Remember, my friends, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.